All right. Thank you so much, BBS Radio, for this show to be brought over the internet. Happy Monday to you all today. It is April 11th, 2022, a Monday evening wildcard with Winfrey in Sedona, Arizona. And as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. And we had another person join in. Welcome to you. If you want to, please say your name and location. Hi, hi, Edna. Guten Abend, Edna. All right. I can barely hear you, Edna. I said, I sleep with this girl. Ah, oh, thank you. And for those of you listening on BBS radio, I want to mention that we do also our, our group with Winfrey and Terry Brown, our daily whole planet healing gathering where we put issues into the love life for about an hour. And we do that every day on a conference call from 7 p.m. Pacific. And on Mondays and Wednesdays, BBS is broadcasting that conference also. So if you have any interest in making this world a better place from, you know, just gathering our energies and putting stuff into the love light, hang in there after the hour. More people joined in here on the phone line. Welcome to you all. If you want to, please say your names and locations. Roger in Austin. Welcome, Roger. Bonnie in California. And welcome to you, Bonnie. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you both for being here. Hi, guys. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Shall we wait for Winfrey to show up? The recording has started. I guess we're in the All right, so we wait for Winfrey. I want to mention today it is Monday, April 11, 2022, a Monday evening wildcard, and we wait for Win to call in, and then we'll know what we'll be listening to this evening. We have gathered on Monday evenings on BBS for many years. I think it started in 2008 or 2009. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say the location. But of course, only if you want. Welcome. So we wait for him to call in. Thank all of you for being here. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. Good morning, Sedona. Welcome, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. 
Hi, Wayne. Hi, everybody. Did you did you start, Hive? The uh, I heard that somebody started the recording, and I did just announce the date, and uh, so we can hit the ground running if you want. Did I start the recording? I guess so. I don't like a minute or two ago. I didn't think so, but what the heck? All right. This is Monday, Winfrey, in Sedona. And, um, you know, we've had a number of amazing people pass through our conference calls. The crackle is back in your, uh, in your phone line. <laughs> is that better? No. That's uh, like talk a little less volume, kind of, I guess. Or move your mic away. I'm on the VOIP. Hang on. Hang on. I know. It seems that I'm on the computer mic on the VOIP. Now it goes a little better. Okay. But I was going to go on the, um, hang on. Well, I'm going to do a replay tonight. And I was saying, we've had a number of amazing people come through our calls. Would you like to say your name in your city? Terry and Sedona. Hi, Terry. Hi. Hello. And Terry's one of them. Okay. She's thinking, one of what? One of what? <laughs> yeah. And who have we muted? So, one of the most amazing people, are amazing, he made an amazing contribution before he died was Terry Friedman. And I met him at an expo and he came to my workshop and he was an older man in a wheelchair. And I went to visit him in uh, Phoenix and we're sitting at his dining room table and he had a book called The Man Who Walked With Jesus on his table. I picked it up and I started thumbing through it. And I said, this guy has a very creative imagination because he was telling the story of Jesus through the eyes of Matthew. And then I, I felt energy as I was reading it. And I've done that with certain really highly spiritual books. I could feel energy through the pages. And I looked at him and I said, you were Matthew, weren't you? 
And he looked down at the floor ashamed and said, yes. And he had been a quite successful holistic medical doctor. And he was also in one period of this life, the spokesperson for Young Living Products. And he, he told me Jesus came to him and wanted him to write a current version of the story of Jesus where he revealed that Jesus was really a human being. And that was his book. And uh, I'm gonna, we did quite a number of talks with him. And we haven't done one of those talks in a long time. And it's very interesting because he can talk about some of the events that people are familiar with in the New Testament. And it sounds like he was a fly on the wall. And he was there. Well, he was, he was there. I became convinced oh, pretty quickly that he really was Matthew. I do a lot of testing, and I, I'm not going to tell the story, but you can decide yourself. He's a very, very erudite, humble, articulate person. And let's see here. Is the book, uh, The Man Who Walked with Jesus, still available? It is. We have some copies still. We have a website, manwhowalked.com. And Terry really inspired people. You know, he did not get into all of our stuff, the Elohim and the Ra stuff. And, you know, independently of anything with Terry Friedman, we have been manifesting on our cause what people call the Christ consciousness. And we've had a lot of conversations with our own sources about that. And it was in no way owned by Jesus. And, uh, but I'm not gonna, let me not start talking. Let me just put Terry on. This is August 11th, 2014. And Wynn, Free, and Terry Brown in Arizona, and Dr. Terry Freeman in Arizona, and Hyde in Megalia, and um, EBS in Paradise, California, and all of you, wherever you are. Thank you for being here tonight. And many of you, many of you, probably most of you, have been introduced to Dr. Friedman, Dr. Terry, as a person that has a memory of being a reincarnation of Jesus' disciple, Matthew. And... You know, you don't have to believe that he is or he isn't. One of the problems with believing that he is is um, that there's a tendency to give up your power 
will say, well, he must know everything and know all the answers. And, um, and even though he is, I believe, the reincarnation of Matthew, it's very interesting, you know, having gotten to know Terry as a, a human, before I even knew that, we met uh, at a expo, and our initial meeting, we kind of got into an argument. Not, not really a hostile argument, but different points of view about something. And then we got to know each other, and it was only some months later that I was at his house and discovered the book that he wrote called The Man Who Walked With Jesus. And even when I picked it up and was thumbing through it, never ever did he mention anything about being Matthew. And the book really never says anything about him being Matthew. And it was only until I looked at him, and I, after thumbing through the book and feeling something very authentic about the way that he remembered the things that happened in the life of Jesus, plus there was this resonance of the Christ energy in the book. Now, how do I explain that? This is something I have experienced, you know, with various people that have influenced me. And that is, when I start reading their material, there's an energy that comes through their material and it starts to pervade my space. And that energy, and I mean, this is not anything I knew was going to happen, but that energy, the same energy I'm talking about, my experience is that it's coming through our calls. And when I've asked questions to our sources, they said that was them. They're helping us. And they're working through our work. And they can work through somebody, um, even if the person isn't totally aware of how the energy is being manifested. As long as the person has a very high intent to be of service, to care, and um, they can pick that up and they can add to the energy of those things. So you don't have to know all this to get the energy. But when I started reading Terry's book, I got that energy. And I knew there was more to it than just the words and the story, okay? And um, I wanted to do a call where Terry and I talked as human to human and that you could get a better understanding of them. Now, we have on the agenda, Joel Terry is going to do a interview with Dr. Dr. Friedman sometime in the future. So this is not usurping the interview he's going to do with them on our on, on a Monday night. He's going to do that some Monday night when I want to take a night off. But this is um, Terry and I, Dr. Terry, as we got to know each other, 
we found that we had a couple of lifetimes that we had been associated in. One of them is pretty validated with pictures and whatever. And I'm not going to talk about that tonight. But um, it's only that we have a, a rapport. It's probably, we've had it for many, many hundreds of years, thousands of years. And when we met, we didn't know, I didn't know that we had a connection. But the rapport was there waiting to develop. So we have been developing that rapport. It's kind of like an inner understanding. I have that kind of rapport with Carla Rucker. I don't know our past... I'm sure I have a past life track with Carla. I don't know what it was. And one time I asked about it, and they said we had worked together in the past. And um, and so that's why Carla and I have such a good connection. And right now there's been a connection building between Terry and Carla, Terry Friedman. and. You know, it's not like people are calling each other and being friends on the phone. It's like, I didn't know how that would work. I I hope it keeps working. I didn't know how the chemistry would work. And because, because they come from different points of view. And of course, Carla channels raw. Terry uh, has, but Carla went to church for years even while she was channeling Ra. So she had her own affiliation with Jesus, and Terry has an affiliation with Jesus. And I say that Ra was connected to Jesus in a very profound and intimate way, and I did other calls about that. So we don't all have to agree. It's not a matter of agreement, but there's a resonance of the energy that we have. And I wanted to do a call where um, Terry can be human. And, um, you know, I've noticed that because he does have a resonance and, and this connection with Matthew, there's a tendency for people to, to just go gaga, especially if. Jesus was in your track, and and it's probably this book is probably the most human description of the life of Jesus on the planet. Okay, and what really was Jesus's mission, as opposed to what churches have made it? But we're not going to talk about that, Gary. We're going to talk about the human side, and. You know, one of the things about being exalted is that people think you're perfect. And then they say, Terry, tell us what to do. Tell us what to do. And I think that's a great quality for a doctor. Because I have noticed one thing about healing is that when you have, I mean, I have a theory that you do have you hold the Christed energy. And when you're working with people and you make recommendations 
aside from the recommendation you make, there's a carrying over of this positive energy that is very important for a person to start a healing process. In other words, when you have confidence in somebody and they recommend it, and I've noticed this even myself, you know, I can pick a product up and when somebody's recommending it in the middle of it, I notice a benefit. And then finally, I don't use it anymore. It kind of fades away. And there's an energy that a, a healer imparts to what they recommend. And that energy of what they impart is maybe as important as the actual thing they're recommending. What do, you, what do you think of that, Terry? Do you think that's accurate? Well, yeah, of course, because uh, these products, whether they be herbs or essential oils or pharmaceutical products, are surgery, are just uh, tools. And really, they, most of the healing comes from within, and the belief system is a very important component of that. So I, I can remember that here in in Phoenix, uh, a lot of people used to come into my clinic, and the waiting room would be full. But by the time the patient got back to the examining room, that many, many would tell me, well, I came in here for this problem, but I don't seem to have that problem anymore. It seems to disappear since I walked in your clinic. I heard that many, many times. So... That shows you that there's an energy, and of course, as we know, everything is energy, really, in a way. Uh, so they picked up on the energetic uh, feeling of the clinic. So it made my job a lot easier, because not only did they feel that energy, but uh, they were very much, their their intent was there very powerful, because they believed they saw other people getting healed around me, and so they uh, decided to their healing. So there's a lot to do with healing, with uh, your attitude and what you do when you heal. There's a lot to it. You know, when you were actively practicing medicine, you were a holistic doctor. That's Did you also... Did, did you prescribe any prescriptions when people needed it, or did you stay totally into natural things? I used every modality that I had, whether it be prescribing pharmaceutical or doing surgery. I prescribed everything that I thought that patient needed, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. I tuned into them and decided what would be the best for that particular disease and that particular patient. And it wasn't always the same either. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the same problem took different routes of healing. I used all modalities that were at my fingertips. Did you have intuitive abilities when you were diagnosing people? Or did you do a lot of testing to, um, to, you know, medical tests or both? I did both, and and the reason that I didn't uh, hold to to the value 
simply, but got the test performed too because sometimes if I just said, well, I know you have this or they have that or this is your problem or here's your blood, here's what your blood didn't look like. I, I could tell what the blood was like, person, a whole profile. Well, that wasn't uh, appreciated as much if I just said, here, let's go do a blood test and see what that shows. And, uh, of course, your inner system requires that sort of thing anyway, x-ray. So you had to do that. If you if you had any kind of practice, you had to do some of that. Uh, now, blood analysis as well as x-ray. Now, I noticed that... Um you have had some endorsements from McGarry, M-C-G-A-R-E-Y, um, William McGarry and and his wife, right? Yeah. What was her name? Uh, um, William, William McGarry happened to be have a, a clinic in Phoenix, and he was probably, he's passed now, but he yeah. was probably... The foremost medical, he was a medical doctor, I believe, and he was the foremost medical doctor who was a proponent of Edgar Casey remedies. Yeah. And he wrote, he wrote a number of books about his successes with yeah. Edgar Casey remedies. And in fact, Terry Brown and I, you know, we, Terry Brown, Terry, Terry Brown and I met over health. Because we were both interested in alternative products, and we both ended up in the same multi-level marketing company selling flower pollen. And then we started working together and doing things. And we actually went, I think, two times to the uh, William McGarry's clinic where he had a hotel meeting once a year. He had Edgar Casey conference, um, and we went there and set up a booth and were introducing people to the products that we were marketing. And um, you probably know about all that, yes? No, I wasn't aware of that. No, you weren't aware of that. No. Um, were, were you and William? Um, uh, um, what's the word? Uh, did you get to know each other, talk to each other? Yeah. You know, commiseration. Is commiserate yeah. the right word? Yes, I did. Yeah. 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 But I knew Gladys more because she was, uh, we elected her the president of the American Holistic Medical Association. But I was on the board for 14 years. Mm-hmm. And American she was a doctor. An alternative to the American Medical Association. Although I belonged mm-hmm. to both. Uh, I did put my energy primarily in the American Holistic Medical Association. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, what were the modalities that you were most familiar with when you were practicing? Uh, for modality, for those of you that don't know what that means, modality is like, like I know that Terry is an expert on um, essential oils. And and those are oils that you usually rub on your skin 
and penetrate and make a difference. And maybe, do you take essential oils internally as well, Terry? Absolutely. Take orally them internally. or rectally? Orally or rectally, okay. Yeah. And um, besides essential oils, what were your highest levels of expertise as a doctor? It's pretty pretty well spread out. I you know I I did a lot of homeopathy. I did a lot of herbology. I did a lot of intravenous nutritional work. Uh, we call it the, uh, macro. We did macro nutrition like vitamin C. We used a lot. I used a lot of that in my clinic, but I also used. I had a chiropractor working in the clinic who was really quite quite phenomenal. He could uh, he could uh, uh, straighten up a, a spine or a lot of problems you might have in your structural situation. Also, at one time, I had a um, psychologist working for me. I had, even uh, from Germany, I had a person that was an expert in, in retinology who could read your retina. And uh, so I had a lot of, I extended myself to uh, a lot of therapies that you don't see in other doctors. Even had uh, sound therapy, I used that for a while. And I had three massage therapists. And so I, I, had, I had a, Oh, wonderful staff. You had a really, you had a really big clinic then, huh? Yes, I had a very big clinic. How many people were working under you? Ooh, seventeen or eighteen. Seventeen or eighteen. Did you do uh, what's what's that word where um, you know you put blood through a purifier and then it comes out? These people sit in a chair for a few hours. Uh, Oh, God. Well, yeah, unless, what you do is you purify the blood. And sometimes they had uh, hydrogen peroxide or something of that nature mm-hmm. and, and put put them through the, you know, give them, uh, draw their blood, put the blood through that. And then uh, even, even uh, you put them through a sort of crystalline rays as well and give the blood back to them. And the blood has now changed. It's at a higher frequency. And uh, almost any uh, disease will improve with, with that kind of therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you, did, you did miracles for people, didn't you? People, I, I wouldn't you call got... it miracles, but a lot of people got better in my way. So many I people. I mean, people that might have been written off by the regular medical industry is hopeless. Yeah, example, hope. example, this would be, um, I've had people come to me for really deep-seated emotional problems, and I did a hypnotic session with them. They come out of the session after I give a little time for this to sink in, and they can integrate this, what, I, what was done to them, what I was able to accomplish. And they'd always come back and say, you know, I've been under psychiatric care for five years, 
and really have not approved that one. But one session, one hour session with you, and I'm completely a changed person to the better. So I've mm-hmm. had a lot of people tell me that. Wow. Well, I am so honored to have you working with our, our group because um, I know people are thinking, geez, I want to go to that guy's clinic. Well, he doesn't have a clinic anymore. <laughs> but some of you might have questions about health, and I think we have one of the world's experts here to answer questions, except if you're going to ask a question, you can't ask it like but Jerry is not doing official doctor right now, and so he can't do that. But he can give his opinion about different problems, but 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 not your problems. So you can say, how does one increase their eyesight and get better vision? Or I have. No, don't say I have this. If you say, I have this, we're not answering it, okay? You can say, how about the issue of colitis? What would someone do that has colitis? And that's a general answer. And because it's general, you have to realize that it may not be the right answer for you because when when you go to a doctor, You have to get tests. They do a lot of things so that they know how to advise you in the best way and that this is not happening now. We're talking about kind of generic solutions to problems. So um, is that okay with you, Terry, to let people... In fact, in my estimation, the most valuable thing I could do to when a person came to me with a problem was to do a physical exam, thorough physical exam, and let them talk and tell about their disease. To me, that was the best way to get a diagnosis of the disease. Allow the patient time to talk and do a thorough physical exam was the most powerful thing I could personally do. Ninety percent right. of the trouble problems, the trouble would would be ex- exposed when that those two things happen. The patient was allowed to thoroughly talk about the problem, and I mean thoroughly. You ask about the the history of the family, the uh, their 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 childhood. You you ask about everything, and then you do an exam, and boy, the problem always seemed to. Uh, expose itself in. All right. So um, if you're listening on the Internet and you and you have a question, you can email it to me. I don't know if we're going to get loads of questions, and maybe if we do, we'll do this again. I know, I do know that many of you have physical issues because you're putting it in the light every Sunday. And so um, there may be some enlightenment from this call, okay? But remember, we're not talking about you. We're being generic. And um, let me see here. If you have a question, 
Uh, second, you have to do star six, and we can hear you. Uh, or send an email to winfree at yahoo.com. Okay? One or the other. And anyone has something, and remember how to phrase it. It's not about you. It's a general question about how can you work with diabetes, or how can how can someone with neuropathy help themselves? Um, and and do we have anyone? Everybody's healthy here. When everybody's healthy, Terry Brown, are you there? Hello, how about trigeminal neuralgia? Trigeminal neuralgia. Okay. What, what, what does that feel like? If somebody has that. How, how does it? How does it feels like you're being electrocuted. You feel like you're being electrocuted. When you take. Not the Elohim, right? Overloading your circuits. Terry, are you familiar with that? Let me ask this. When did you first notice it? Who was the case? Terry, you shouldn't ask a question like that, okay? Why not? Uh, <laughs> if you ask, you know, yeah, I see first... it. it just looks like a red spot. It looks like somebody did, got a bite. She just put your tiger bomb on it. It looks pretty pointy. She tiger bomb in the bathroom. Daniel, go put tiger bomb on that for him. Wanda, we hear you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, somebody has a bite, and I suggested that they put Tiger Balm on the bite. Um, the question I was going to ask was, sorry about that. The question I was going to ask was, in the news lately, there was, um, to do with the adrenal glands, they're saying that the thyroid won't work with the medicines that the doctors give us, whether they're um, the tablets or the prescription, unless you work and you do medication for the adrenal glands first. What do you think about that? Well, every gland has a partner or a duplicate or a, a twin. A backup? Well, not a backup so much as the, um, the other side of the coin. So the other side of the coin for underactive thyroid is, is uh, adrenal. I think that probably 80% of people who came to my office had some kind of adrenal deficiency. Why we're under so much stress, that's why. And, and that puts an extra uh, extra work on the adrenal glands. So if you want to deal with thyroid, indeed, look at the adrenals. It's very, very true. And you find that they, their their peak of their peak of activity is uh, twelve hours apart. That would be their other other side of the coin. So if um, if if the thyroid if the thyroid peaked at five, that was the best part of the day for the thyroid gland to function. 5 o'clock p.m., then look at the thyroid would be 5 o'clock in the a.m., and that would be the peak function of the thyroid. So when you're treating the 
uh, thyroid gland also indeed look closely at the adrenal. It may need to be some more support to it. So um, if somebody goes to the health food store and gets one of those thyroid supplements, is that something that's a good idea? Like, uh, um, I know they have things like that. They have, I forget, forget it, what they're called. Iodine. Iodine is is one of them. A doctor on Coast to Coast recently suggested desiccated thyroid products. Yeah, and the desiccated thyroid product doesn't work unless you give your adrenal glands certain ingredients in order to work. Because otherwise, you're just throwing them away. That's what the that's what the, the um, health and study in that was telling us on the news here just a few weeks ago. Also, plus the naturopath doctors and that were saying this that you have to treat the adrenal glands with certain health foods in order to, before you can even, before your body will absorb those thyroid mm-hmm. pills. Well, that's, that's sometimes true, but desiccated thyroid is a good way to go, and Armour used to do that, but uh, they were bought out by Forrest Pharmaceutical. And one of the problems with, with uh, Armour is the, there was consistency with the with the dose. In other words, you might take one armored uh, thyroid and would would be really not uh, what it was supposed to be. It wasn't one grain, two grain, two grains. It was something else. So now with force, they they really standardize their dosage on thyroid from a desiccated thyroid. And the reason you, I recommend desiccated over. Uh, and on, you know, synthetic is that we, we, we think there may be some factors in the thyroid gland that of, uh, of our source that may not be in the, uh, in the, uh, chemical synthetic, uh, thyroid replacement. So I always recommend it that that's good. Is there any particular brand you think is better than others? Well, of course. Really tell the, the degree of 
functionality and of, of a lot of these products, these herbs and, and these vitamins and minerals. Anymore, mm-hmm. there's so many products out there. I I can't yeah. anywhere near yeah. tell you the quality. Your knowledge is with your knowledge is with the essential oils more. And with the essential oils, what do you recommend? For what? For for the thyroid and stress problems of people. One thing about essential oils, I primarily recommend uh, Young Living because there are other good companies out there, but I do know Young Living is more consistent and yes. uh, they're ther- therapeutic uh, products that, that are the same no matter you know what month you get it or when when you buy it. They have a uh, they have a, a generalized uh, testing of the product, so, so it has a consistent uh, value. So for thyroid, there's several good products. One of the things in the pill, and one of the things about young lady pills, they've got the oil in the pill, and so I recommend. Uh, 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 what was I say? Provera. 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 Take it in the morning, and uh, that works very well. The other thing is, some people can't break down T3 into T4. T4 is the active hormone, but T3 is how you store it. So sometimes I've recommended um, a T3 product. Which you have to take several times a day. D three product. T three thyroid third. Try thyroid. I've recommended okay. that because people mm-hmm. are unable sometimes to break down T three to T four, which tetra thyroid. Mm-hmm. So I give the T three. you know, people are listening, and what are the symptoms? That somebody would have that would these products might benefit them. Is, is this stress? Is this overweight? What are the symptoms? Stress is kind of a common phenomenon in a lot of diseases, so that's too general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, uh, if, you're, uh, if you're sleepy, if you have trouble, you know. If you wake away. up in the morning and you're still tired. Yes, that's right. If you, That's um, one of the biggest. If you mm-hmm. uh, for no reason rest at night. If you overweight. If you're a lady and your menstrual period is all messed up, these are some mm-hmm. of the symptoms of underactive thyroid. You know, if <laughs> some of you did not did not get the name that Terry recommended. I will get the name from him and send me an email that says name of. What Terry, the, the things the Terry said today. Or the product from Young Living. Mm-hmm. Or the product from Living. But I'll Young get the Living. names of those so that you know exactly what to look for, okay? And I'll answer your email. I'll just give you the names, okay? Um, how, about, how about the trigeminal neuralgia? How about that? I'm trying to get a little more information about it because several things cause it and you treat it differently. My parent, my mother, had passed away three months, and after I started getting it, mm-hmm. my father. Yeah, no other reason for that. 
Is that right? Well, I've used, in some cases, I've used uh, helicrism and oil for that. And I apply it topically. And that's been very effective. What's it called? Yeah, even like, should be. What's it called, Terry? Helicrism. Could you spell it? No, I'm a lousy speller. <laughs> You're a lousy speller. I'm a lousy All right, speller. well, I'll try to find out. S-I-L-I-C-A-N? Helicrism, H-E-L-I-O-C-H-Y-S-M. That's as far as I can come. But remember this. Even Edgar Casey gave, gave treatments for various diseases. But no, sometimes two people got entirely different treatments. They didn't get the same treatment. So again, there's a general, the general philosophy in my medicine that I practice. That is, get the correct diet, take the correct nutrients, and get exercise if you can every day. I mean, if if you have a problem, aside from what Terry is suggesting, I would always go on the internet and put the put the name of your problem and put alternative remedies or natural remedies. Do two different searches because you'll you'll find loads of things and you have to read it carefully because if somebody just says this works for that, but they don't have any testimonials, it may or may not work. Who knows the backup? I look for testimonials and sometimes testimonials don't come in on the uh, manufacturer's website. They come in in blogs where people are saying what they experienced. And if you do thorough searches and look at a lot of alternatives, see which ones resonate the most, and you'll invariably find something to try, and you don't have to go to a therapist to do it. And these things you're talking about, Terry, do they have any side effects? Well, generally speaking, the herbs and the oils have very little of any side effects. Some of the yeah. uh, drugs do have side effects. Yeah. And a good so, diet, a good diet and exercise, rarely has any side effects. A okay. Good, a good, a good diet. So somebody's not taking a big risk in trying something. In, in other oh, yeah, words. Right. If it works, it's great, and if it doesn't, it's on to the next. But don't give up. Well, no, if you've got a serious problem, get to your family doctor right away, you know? Yeah. Let him take a look at you. Not that he always will have the answer, but that's a place to start. Also, if you if you want to do alternative medicine, which I did a lot of, uh, complementary as we call it, it complemented the uh, standard medicine that I did is like the herbs and the oils and so forth. Get, go early. Don't wait till you're half dead and then go say, oh, by the way, uh, I had cancer. I'm, I'm feeling very sick. Uh, give me an alternative or complementary therapy. Don't wait till last minute, you know. Go okay. early in you your know therapy, what? your time. One question I wanted to ask you. 
Um, are you familiar with Hans Nieper? You ever heard of him? I know him. I know him well. Well, I did. I mean, he's not alive anymore. Did you know him personally? Yeah. I mean, I remember reading about him years ago, and he did tests with a very simple thing available in every health food store. By the way, he's German. He's German, German. right. Yeah. He he reduced heart attack and uh, symptoms, and he also uh, reduced the recurrence of heart attacks with a combination of calcium and magnesium. But it was it was calcium. It was a special kind of calcium. Yeah. What was the name? Of, what was the name? Do you remember no, the name? It was special calcium we used. Yes. Hi, BBS. Hi, BBS. 
welcome to everybody on BBS to Whole Planet Healing. Healing the planet. One day at a time. Yeah, this, this hospice situation is, is they come to the house uh, as needed on a regular basis or as needed uh, and, and uh, until it gets uh, right at the end, they might have to transfer into some other facility. Ah, so, so that'll give you a break. Well, maybe. Or, and they'll be there like 24-7? No, no, just uh, maybe for an hour or two every other day or some whatever they feel is necessary. Ah, so, so it'll still give you like some, some peaceful time. Well, it'll help me help me take care of her. She's getting to, to the point where uh, taking care of her is is injuring me. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio. It's Jeannie in Citrus Heights. Hi, Jeannie. Hi, Hello. And like, uh, welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hello, Antonio. It's Jackie from Julian. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi everybody. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Terry Mesa. Hi, Hi, Terry. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Terry. <laughs> welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio. It's Hello, Jennifer. Oh. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, hi. Hi. Hi, 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 hello, Jennifer. Jennifer. Hi, everyone. Hi, Terry. Hi. I don't. I don't think I could mix Jennifer and Heike's name together. <laughs> that would be a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was the call? I missed it. I was going to go on, but then I. Took an unexpected nap. Unexpected uh, nap. Well, it was good. Uh, he he uh, played a replay where he interviewed uh, Dr. Cherry. Ah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. That. Good, good I replay. Know. Yeah. Dr. Cherry. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, holistic doctor uh, that wrote a book called The Man That Walked With Jesus. Oh, Terry. Right. Yeah, Terry. I thought you said Dr. I thought you said Dr. Jerry. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are those are always really good calls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Doggone, we lost him too soon, too. He had such yeah. good stories. He had such good stories. Love yeah. listening to him. I never met him or Carla. Oh, Carla, she's what, what a sweet person. She just exudes. She exuded like sweetness and goodness. Just a lovely lady. 
There's there's one YouTube welcome to Hope Planet here. This line is now on hold. This line is now off hold. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to state your name and location? But only if you want to. Are we still here? We are. Okay. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to state your name and location? Yes, hi. This is Sarah Hello. from Chicago. Hi, Sarah. And Bonnie? Hi, Sarah. Hello. Yes, hi. It's Bonnie in California. Hi, Bonnie. I recognize you. I recognize you. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I was going to mention there is a YouTube clip with uh, Color Record and Don Elkins. Mm-hmm. And it was, I guess, in the mid-80s or something. But oh, then if you look at uh, Carlos, he looks so beautiful and he's so... Yeah. Radiating energy is yeah. amazing. Yeah, beautiful soul. She was something. That was probably before she got sick. <clears throat> In GPS's chair. And almost time and uh, the all the facilitators are here. Been to? Uh no, I don't I haven't heard him. Maybe he snuck in. I thought it's seven oh five now. Yeah. So Jackie? Yes. The weight is on your shoulders. Muted. Is BBS here? Hello, hello. Hello, and uh, Jackie. Antonio. BBS is here. Okay, cool. Thanks. I thank all of you listening in online to BBS Radio for participating with this. And Jackie, the mic to you. Here we go. The recording has started. Hello, everyone. Today is Monday, April 11 of 2022. I'm Jackie from Julian, California. Welcome to the Whole Planet Healing Conference Call. Well, we are sharing this call with our BBS radio listeners tonight. We do this every Monday and Wednesday. And I'd like to thank all of you for hanging on and joining us and adding your energy to our effort. Now, uh, we often get a few new people uh, when we merge with BBS radio. So just want to say that this whole Planet Healing call involves a collaboration of all of you who have joined us and our sources. And these are the same higher dimensional energy beings that contacted Winfrey and Terry Brown some 20 years ago. And as most of you know, this interdimensional partnership has continued to this day, utilizing the communication skills of Terry Brown. 
Now, these sources have indicated that they are adding their energy to our requests on this call for healing, primarily the planet, but also for the people, places, and situations that concern us, while always keeping in mind, of course, that the principle of the highest and greatest good of all be observed. So we always officially begin our calls by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation, requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work, along with a shielding from any negative interference. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection. With all those present who are open to do so, while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. Back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, at the beginning of this call, Winfrey and Terry Brown both join us, and they just spend a couple of minutes sharing some of their latest thoughts with us. So, Win, Terry, are you available? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. I'm here, too. Oh, good. Um, you know, one of the things... It's really interesting is we are starting when we first started on the, doing these calls, I said, I don't want to be a religion. And we're not a religion. We don't have have um, the kind of how would you say it? body of rules and regulations and whatever. But there's an aspect of us, which if somebody listens to it and doesn't know where we came from, they say, God, it sounds like a religion. And I'm sorry, in spite of my best efforts, it sounds that way because we're dealing with sources that are so high 
when you start to relate to them, um, things happen. And they themselves say they're not God. But they're so high up in the universe. And when they've related to our realm in previous times, people identified them as God. So if someone is listening on BBS, I wanted to reiterate, we're not a religion. And you have to listen to the calls and gain some background because it's 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 bigger than I can imagine, and I'm in the middle of it. I'm over to Terry. Hi, everybody. Um, yeah, it's interesting because like some people um, really hold some of our sources as being really, really high up, and some of them, some uh, people have um, looked at them as God, but um, they always say that there are assistants, the assistants of God, and they're here to serve. And, um they're different. They, the law group and the Elohim group are different, but they sure um, work together very well when uh, they are available to answer our questions. And it's um, really satisfying to um, be able to have them as friends, which all of you do. And uh, back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Terry and Wynn. And uh, Terry, who just spoke to us, of course, is the person who has brought forth the majority of the channeled messages that you can find on the spiritchannel.net. And I urge everyone to go over there and uh, check out the vast, vast uh, selection of timeless messages. And uh, such a wide range of topics, it might seem overwhelming, but there is a search feature that enables you to easily bring forward any subject matter of a particular interest, and that's a great way to just get started. Now, we are so fortunate to have Bonnie from Corona, California, who's next on our call, and Bonnie's familiar with many of the channeled messages archived on the Spirit Channel. And she chooses something of interest to share with us every single night on this call. So, Bonnie, what do you have for us this evening? Hi, thank you. Okay, we are going to continue with this call that we've been reading from that took place on September 1st, 2010. And then here is another question uh, within the call, and this is kind of a follow-up on what we've been reading, but it actually kind of stands uh, on its own here, and the question is, the idea that consciousness flickers, even going back 
to the wave particle theory. Are we a solid? Are we a wave? Are we a solid? Are we a wave? Is there a flickering of human consciousness just as the Elohim returns to nothingness and then becomes something? Is there a flickering of consciousness that in between the awareness of being human, we are also nothing? And Ra'an through Terry then gives us some information. And she answers, yes, we are all nothing and much like a movie projector that is projecting frame after frame in order for something to be projected on the woof and warp of all that is, there needs to be movement. There needs to be spinningness. And as an individual particle spins, it moves in a trajectory that is sometimes coincident and reinforced by another spinning movement in a certain three-dimensional geometry. And then it moves out of coincidence with other trajectories. And then it moves back into coincidence. And when it is in sync, with the intersection of two movements, then it is reinforced and creates a little bit of light, which then in moving very, very fast and having numerous housings spinning within each other, being in and out of sync and in sync and out of sync, when it is in sync, then it creates a little bit of light, a little bit of solid matter, as one might see it, and then it is out of sync. And when it is out of sync, it blinks off. Therefore, as matter is created out of nothing but spinningnesses that are in sync and out of sync, then the matter at a very high rate of Speed is blinking on and blinking off, blinking on and off. Therefore, much as you take a movie projector with a series of frames, or you take a book with a series of pictures, which are moving from one situation slightly to another, eventually, like a dog running as cartoons are made, slips the pages, it appears that there is movement going on. So it is the same with the movement that one experiences in the physical universe, but it is more complicated in that the housings are a much more complicated geometric nature that makes up the matter. And this is why when you have movement going on and things are based upon movement, if somebody tries to stop and hold their reality, then they can get distortions within their movement. That is why a, the woman who has stopped everything to look for her soulmate stops the whole movement. 
and she wants it now, and the movement is what will bring the soulmate into her life. As one gets older or more experienced, they learn that they are not going to die if they don't get it now. It will come to them in time, and it will depend upon their movement and the other person's movement and the synchronicities of the movement to bring it into their life. So when they let it flow, they can move into the circumstance they desire more easily. And I'll turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonnie. And um, wow, remember I said uh, you'll find a wide range of topics on the Spirit Channel. And that's a great example of just how far out the subject matter can can uh, get. And that's one thing we appreciate about Wynn is he's a bottomless pit of questions, uh, things you would never even think to ask. But we are going to move on to our next segment and rejoin Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania. And Jennifer researches the most recent earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And we do this because our sources have asked us to stay informed of these current events. They've also advised us that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the energy of calmness. So relax into that feeling of calmness. Actually become the calmness. And let's join Jennifer as she guides us to each area. And let's radiate that calming frequency to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thank you, Jackie. Tonight, as we begin our journey, I'd like to invite Mother Earth to follow us around the globe. Um, Mother Earth can enhance our intention for calming, and I want to welcome our guests from BBS and just follow along. Join me as we look now. We're going to start at the island of Hawaii, the big island, and today we actually had a little bit of a calming today. We did have uh, 2.5 and less at Pahala, and then there were a couple low-level low twos that dotted around one near Kilauea and one near Mauna Loa. And that was about all today. So let's just continue what we've been doing, and which is to send calm down to the island and to what is under the water that we can't see, the fracture zone fault line. There's a hot spot in that area that contributes and any undersea volcanoes, there's a lot of them in that area. And we just want to send calm to the region and everything that we can't see. Now we're going to move down to uh, the Kermadec Islands. This is down just north of New Zealand. New Zealand proper today just had some, a few little threes. So we're just going to send them love and move on. <clears throat> Moving northward along the Kermadec Trench. We did have a 4.8. And then continuing northward over to, up to uh, Fiji, we did have a 5.1 and also a 5.2. 
Well, this is sort of scattered around and, you know, dotted around there. And also 5.6. And this was all in the region at the top of the Permadec Trench. Now we're going to move west and we come over to the Solomon Islands. We had a 4.9. And venturing over to Papua New Guinea, we had three 4.6s in the same region, same spot almost. Continuing west over to Indonesia, we did have a 4.7 and lots of less than that, threes and fours, low fours. Moving north towards the Philippines, we had a 4.6. Now we get up to, we're gonna go north again up to Taiwan. Taiwan has been experiencing quite a swarm and today was no different. We had a 5.3 and a 5.1 and also some fours in that swarm. It is offshore. Um, if you're wondering where it would be south of Taiwan, not real far offshore, we send them calm. Moving northward to Japan, we had a 4.4 and also 4.7. Continuing northward to the Aleutian Islands, actually, Alaska's been faring pretty well lately. They had today a 3.7 out on the Aleutians, which to them is quite minor, and a 3.3 on the mainland. So we want to continue that. We thank uh, Mother Nature for working with us with this. We want to send calm to Alaska. And all the way down through Canada, we did have um, <clears throat> a little bit of activity as we moved from Canada down into Washington. We had a couple of ones in Washington. Everything was under two. But uh, we did have Mount St. Helens that was rumbling today. And I also want to mention Mount Rainier. They both need calming down. And then we move down into Oregon where we have Mount Hood and Three Sisters Volcano. Send that calm. And then down into California, we come down to uh, Northern California. We did have a 2.4 at Petrolia. Now this is the area right where um, the Mendocino Triple Junction. There's three plates that come together right there. And then we moved down into California, the geysers, always busy. Down to San Andreas today, which was extremely quiet. We want to send additional calm. And then down into Southern California, where the largest was at um, Salton Sea, and it was 3.2. And then over to the eastern side of the state, we had um, a couple little ones at the Walker Swarm. Our Walker Valley area, which is south of Carson, or, I'm sorry, south of Lake Tahoe. And then south of that area, we have Long Valley, Caldera. And then south of that, we have Ridgecrest. And yes, they do follow the mountain range. And then before we leave the U.S., I want to mention Stanley, Idaho, which is always swarming. And I do want us to send calm to West Yellowstone. Um, there has been 
recent activity there. So far at the low level, but we are once again down around Jackson, uh, Wyoming again, Jackson Hole, if you've ever been there. And we had activity there and then north up north of the Grand Teton. And then we also had a couple of, uh, actually it was a little bit of a swarm. There was one, two, three, four, five earthquakes in West Yellowstone, uh, almost over to um, Henry's Lake, if you know, or Lake Heb- Hebgen. And this is almost in Idaho. So this area is rumbling, and we just want to send our calm to the entire area. And then we're going to move straight down into Mexico, where we did have a 4.3 in the Gulf. And we also had some 4s and 3s down through uh, Mexico proper. And then the rest of Central America was 3s, El Salvador, Nicaragua, and Costa Rica. Moving down into Panama, we had a 4.1. And then continuing down into southern or South America, we didn't have any activity till we got to Peru. And we did have a 4.1 there. Chile had a 4.6. Argentina, 4.4. And 4.9 at the South Sandwich Islands. And then we're going to move up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge all the way up to um, almost to Iceland, just south of Iceland. It's called the Reykjanes Ridge. It has 4.8 there, and it is right on the Mid-Atlantic Ridge. And then we're going to zip across Europe, Gibraltar, Spain, and Italy. Everything was twos and threes. Get to uh, Greece, we had a 4.3. And then in the Black Sea, uh, but this is on the southern side and the closest um, country is Turkey, and we had a 4.5 there. Moving eastward to Afghanistan, 4.3. Pakistan, 4.7. And way up north in Mongolia, we had a 4.4. And that is the extent of today's activity. I'd like to thank everybody, and I will send you all back to Jackie. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much, Jennifer. That uh, Your segment is such a wonderful way to show our gratitude and be of service to Mother Earth. Um, but as you might imagine, we are also concerned about so many other situations occurring in our world. So in just a few moments, Wynn will be taking us on his guided visualization where he will address many of those other issues that concern us. But First, um, the phone lines are going to be unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. If you're listening to us on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. And I'd like to thank you all for your contributions and your service tonight. Unmuted. Jose, support and protection for Sidney Powell and Michael Dell. Thank you. 
I would like to put into love a healing assistance and protection for a beautiful mother, a human family, a flora and fauna, all the sentient beings. I would like to ask for assistance in maintenance of the world peace and at all times full assistance and protection for all the children and animals of all types, uh, uh, strength and well-being for high Israelis. Thank you. This is Jeannie. I would like to Go ahead. Okay. I want to put the awakening of humanity into the light and ask the Elohim to accelerate the awakening and help to bring about a time when we are all too savvy to fall for any of the lies and the distortions and manipulations coming at us from the would-be rulers of this world. Let the simple light of consciousness and awareness of truth dissolve and defeat all of their service to self-plans. And let the entire human race then live in peace with love and goodwill for all. Thank you. I would like to put the Ukraine in that area into the light that all the people sooner rather than later can find peace and love and harmony and that the world will not just sit and watch, but actually be able to do something to help end the conflict. Thank you. This is Wim, <clears throat> and I would like to put Mimi in this field of energy. Mimi is coming to our calls, had been coming to our calls, when she was in a rehab home, and she was very seriously ill, and she was finding connection on these calls. And and then she died. And I just ask for help and support for her if she needs it on the other side. And also Terry Friedman, Dr. Terry Friedman, who you heard one of our calls with Terry in the previous hour. And I would like to put him in light on the other side. Although at one point, I think... They said he was doing very well. He was really welcomed by high angelic groups. You know, we've had a lot of calls about dying and what happens when you die in our work. And it's very interesting. And it's information that if you go through our archives, you can find... And um, and it gives you a lot of a reduction of fear of dying that you continue. In fact, when your body goes, you are still aware. And oftentimes people are confused. They don't even recognize they died. And they hang around 
people that they loved, or they hang around their body, and there's free will all the way. So it's very helpful to know what actually happens when you die, to be prepared for it, since every one of us is going to go through that experience. And that's all. Yeah, it's quite interesting because after Terry Friedman died, um, when uh, and I were doing the channeling and talking to him, and he looked at Wynn and he said, you are so contracted. And Terry had this huge, expansive space. It was very interesting. Thank you for sharing. Anyone else before we go into the visualization segment with Wynn? All right, thank you all. Muted. So we're going to go into our visualization. And we are going, you know, another way of explaining this visualization and what we're doing on this call is referring back to what Bonnie was saying, that we are all frequencies blinking on and off. In a simple way, it's hard to imagine that. It's hard to, because everything seems so solid. Just like when you're watching a movie and you really get into it, Everything looks so real, even though the screen is made up of little dots. And um, so as we blink on and off, and we come near someone else, and we connect with them, we start joining our energies oftentimes, and we feel different. The energy and in our body feels different because we've made a connection and we can make a connection with the Elohim and and the Ra group. And the Elohim can at least this is the way that I understand it, can flow into our field, and when they do that, we can feel a shift. And we may not even know it's the Elohim. People may feel this, and they may think it's God. They may say, what's that? How come my energy suddenly shifted? And the universe is in a constant state of recreation. And the recreation has to do with all of these energies constantly um, coming together and separating. 
And as we do this visualization, we can entertain the idea that our energies, the Elohim's energies, the Ra energies, are working as a team to shift energies on the planet in a more positive direction. And we can imagine that our energy is not an isolated energy unit in this huge universe. That our energy can leave our body through the top of our head, which is sometimes called the gateway to intelligent infinity. And then as it leaves, when I say leave, it's actually not leaving, it's expanding. The energy in your body is still intact. It's still there but it's expanding through the top of your head and moving into higher realms. And as you go into higher realms, you, with other people who are going into higher realms, you reach a point where we have a blending of our energies and we become one. Some of you noticed when I said that there was a bit of a shift of an energy. Some of you notice energy around the top of your head and your forehead. And you could look at it like all of us on this call are streaming, having energy streaming from our bodies. And connecting with each other. And while we're connecting, we have the Elohim connecting with us as well. And we're creating a web that surrounds our planet. And with the Elohim's help, we see this energy 
moving through the entire surface of our planet and lifting the vibrations wherever they can be lifted. And we aim this energy at the humans of the planet who are service to others, at the children and young people of this planet who are very sensitive to energies. And we ask, as they get older, they get the experiences to make them wiser and more discerning. We go to the animals of our planet and the pets who help keep their owners' energies open. And we go to the plant life from trees to bushes to grass. It picks up the energy from the higher realms through their leaves and moves it through their bodies and through their roots into the earth. We go to the rocks, the minerals, and the crystals, which are very tight. We'll call them bodies, rock bodies. Can hold frequencies very strongly. I live in Sedona, which is surrounded by these red rock mountains of iron. And people say they feel vortexes in Sedona from the energy of these red rocks. And we go to the insects particularly the insects who are part of the cycle of nature, like the bees, that are vital to the sustenance of life on our planet. And we send them this energy and ask for their strength and endurance endurance, so they don't become extinct. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We go through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. And we send this energy 
the Mother Earth, who has an energy field that encompasses the entire interior of our planet. And into the exterior surface as well. And the Earth has to process all this energy. Just as you might have to process the energy of your children. And the Earth suffers because of some of the things that humans do and their lack of consideration for the earth. We send healing energy to the earth and balance. And gratitude for giving us this experience of life on this planet. We go to the energy waves that travel through the Earth that terminate in potential volcanoes and earthquakes. And we send calm energy. We go back to the surface of the earth. Now we're going to quickly go through the potential earthquakes for the future. And send columns of light to the earthquake zones of calm energy, starting with the ring of fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean, we see a column of light coming down. penetrating through the ground and bringing calm. We go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. We put a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter, encompassing the entire faulted area, penetrating through the ground with calm energy. We go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, stretching from the North Pole 
to the tip of South America. We put a longitudinal column of light along that entire fault line, penetrating through the water thousands of miles long into the ground underneath the water and bringing calm energy. The fault lines, potential earthquakes, potential volcanoes. And we ask our sources to help us locating all of the other areas on our planet that have potential earthquakes and volcanoes. We send each one this calm energy. Any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the earth is having to release stress, we ask that they can occur gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet. We go to the coronavirus and its mutations and any other viruses or maladies that are being created and spreading. And we ask that they be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans. And we ask that they be strengthened. And we go to the toxins in vaccines and ask that they be transmuted and rendered harmless. We go to the plans and plots and agendas of the negative, the negative elite sometimes, that small group of beings that is using power to subvert and sabotage the evolution of humans. 
And we ask for the highest good of all concern and honoring free will. That circumstances occur that create obstacles to carrying out their agenda. We ask that more humans become aware of these agendas and go beyond the news as it's presented and look for alternative news that's credible that exposes all these things that are going on. We ask for the awareness of humans to open up to the positive consciousness in the higher realms that has the ability to help us if they're asked. We go to the people who suffer and we ask that they connect with the Christ energy and can lift themselves above their suffering. We ask for rain where there is drought. We ask for governments that can support the highest vision for humanity with compassion. And if not today, the governments of tomorrow. We ask for interventions. We ask that um, our realms protected from nuclear weapons and all toxic substances everywhere are transmuted. And we bring the energy back to ourselves we see this energy landing on our rooftop. And as we invite it into our home, it's uplifting the vibrations of our home and making our home a sacred place. And we're just about to go off BBS. So if you're on BBS, thank you for listening. And we're still on. We got one more minute. We bring this energy into our bodies, into our chakra system, helping us lift above the dense energies of this planet. And help us to be strong enough to be all that we can be. And we're ending the verbal part of this call right now. We're leaving the lines open for those of you who are on the phone. And if you're on VBS, we hope you'll look us up. 
We have a website called thespiritchannel.net, and we have thousands of Elohim sessions on there. And you can pick them at random and listen to them. Some people have listened to all of them. They're so amazing. And on that note, we'll remind you, you're part of, you're all an aspect of the one infinite creator. We're going to end the verbal part of this call. And if you're on the phone lines, we're leaving the lines open for as long as you'd like to hold this space. And we will see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.